Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is the Mike Calta Show. It's 1025 The Bone, 727-579-1025 or 1-800-771-1025 are the phone numbers to reach us. Uh, it has been the anniversary of the vanishing flight MH370. You know the Malaysian plane that just went missing? Right, yeah. So much that at one point Don Lemon asked if aliens took it. It's a possibility. Because how does a plane full of people just vanish out of the sky? I do believe I've done a little bit of research on it. Oh, and have I think, you? yeah, there's an island. It is uh, off the coast of California. I be- believe it's pronounced Gilligan's Are you island? talking about oh, Gilli- Gilligan's Island? Gilligan's Island. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And uh, if they check Gilligan's Island? It's about three hours outside right. of California. California yeah. Okay. Where I heard they only have coconut custard pie, and mm-hmm. they all live in huts. Right, yeah. Watch out for the cannibals, though. Uh, I have heard of this mysterious island. Uh, this is the second plane to uh, disappear. One was one was blown up, and the other one just disappeared out of the gone. sky. Yeah. Now, originally, they found a piece that they think is from that plane, but I don't. Right. I believe it probably is from that plane, but I believe it's, it's been a planted. Plant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had an expert on who claimed that that plane was uh, kidnapped, if you will, by uh, Vladimir Putin in a show of a show of balls. And that it was then uh, flown uh, to somewhere outside of Russia that very few people would be able to, to pick it up on radar and Probably see. Probably where Carmen's uh, roommate used to live. <laughs> and uh, and that those people were probably executed at that point or right. being held prisoner somewhere, which is horrendous to even think about. But uh, either way, what would you rather be? Would you rather be in some sort of living, Siberian prison? You would? Yeah. You would rather be tortured and living in a prison until you die instead of exploding in a plane. Th- just being there's dead. always an opportunity for me to escape somehow. Yeah. You, yeah. you wouldn't escape. Whether I, whether I would or not, there is the opportunity. If you're dead, there's no opportunity. This is CNN's uh, aviation expert, and uh, it's so funny because the first time I saw him is him t- commenting on the, uh, well, not the royal wedding, but I think believe it's a royal birth. The, the royal first baby. child to the prince. Uh, which is what he thought. he's he's our go to because he's an English guy, uh-huh. Richard Quest. Uh, well, he's they our had go-to. anybody who was English talking about it. Yeah, yeah, but he was a real authority. I like, think Taylor Dane talked about it at one point. <laughs> She's not English. Huh? Yeah, Taylor Dane's English. <laughs> <laughs> they had uh, Vanderpump. Lisa uh, <laughs> Vanderpump was talking. To, I'm serious. Anybody that uh, that could he speaks with such great English authority. Oh, okay. It wasn't Taylor Dane. It was the other chick. It Taylor was on Swift. Page six. Remember the Samantha uh, Fox. Samantha Fox. Oh yeah, yeah she was English. talking about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go to the hotline and welcome from CNN. This is Richard Quest. Richard, how are you, sir? Hello. Good morning to you. Uh, pleasure to have you on the air. I'm a, I am a big fan of yours. You're very kind. Thank you very much. I, I am. I, I have to say, I enjoy, I love that CNN uses you uh, as the aviation expert, but also will throw you into any situation that involves the royal family as well. I used to cover the royals. Is so, that a, is that a good gig, or are you like really? Why are we talking about this? Um, no, 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 no. I mean, the royals are a very good gig. 
Um, the problem with the Royals is that you never get anywhere really close. It's always friends say, it's widely believed, it's all that. Sort of, but it's changed hugely, hugely in the last 10 years, how you cover them and all that sort of stuff and the, the demands of the Royal beat. Well, I'll tell you, I never in my life thought I'd be interested in a Royal baby until I started watching you cover oh, it. And God. I was like, this guy's the, the best. Royal, uh, the Royal baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but then... Then we have uh, not one but two flights, one that gets blown up and one that has disappeared, and then we see a lot more of Richard Quest on CNN, and now Richard's Which got a book. Is a good thing. I, I, let me tell you something. I agree. I would give you that job of Larry King over that uh, Piers Morgan anytime. I think you would be – how they don't use you for something more like that, I don't know. I think, you're, I think you're great, although you do sound a lot like Mr. Bentley, who used to live next door to Mr. Jefferson. From your mouth to – I was going to say God's ears, but Jeff Zucker's ears. <laughs> Close, <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> the two are the same. The two are the same. Now, uh, when this flight uh, disappeared, everybody was talking about it. First of all, nobody had any idea, and then everybody came out with theories. And the only other person that we've talked to that had a good theory, which you probably know, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he was a, uh, a, a school professor, I believe, who was also a, uh, an aviation expert, and he had a theory that uh, Putin had – kidnapped the plane and hijacked it and and backed it up pretty good he 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 uh, uh, this is the this is the jeff wise theory. yes yeah, now the only the only thing that i that i liked about his theory was that the people that were sitting in the seats in the only places that were available to reprogram the uh, the coordinates of the plane and where it was going, and that's why I, did. I mean, obviously I'm not an aviation expert, but he seemed to back it up pretty good, although I don't even think he believed it while he was telling us. And he didn't. Um, <laughs> Jeff told an extremely good story that basically the satellite computer was reprogrammed so it would send out false data about where the plane is. The plane flew north, uh, landed in Kazakhstan at a refurbished Soviet or Russian air base, and Putin did it. And the only problem, I mean, it made a great story and would have made a marvelous film. The only problem is none of it's true. Um, the, we now know from both the flapperon that was found off Reunion Island and the two pieces that have just been recently found in Mozambique, that the plane unfortunately did crash, and the most likely place is exactly where they say it is, about 1,500 miles off the western coast of Australia. Is there no possibility that if, if uh, Putin or somebody did take the plane, that they would then now, after all this time, plant pieces so that they would not look guilty? Because, I mean, how, how horrible would that be? If it turned out that that was true, that he, that he hijacked the plane. The moment you go down that road of argument, you have divorced yourself from any form of reality. <laughs> um, the truth is, yes, you can make an argument that says the Chinese, the Americans, the Russians, plant, whoever it might be, planted this to lead people off the garden track. But you're heading down the, the road of a John le Carre novel, <laughs> the Tola, T Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. You, know, you have to ground yourself in what's likely and what's reasonable. Now, is there the possibility of some vast conspiracy that MH370, if you go to Malaysia, that's what they believe. They believe the plane was 
taken by the, many people do, by the U.S. because it had secret drone technology that was being secreted to China illegally. And that uh, they were able to, over, and the, the U.S. can, using AWACS planes, can take over the Boeing aircraft. Right. Boeing have denied this, by the way. Um, in fact, Boeing thought I was mad <laughs> when I actually... When I wrote to Boeing and said, I need an official answer to the question, do you have technology on Boeing planes that enables them to be taken over by uh, remote control? And they, they were quiet for about five minutes, and then they just said, no, we don't. <laughs> um, but but so, so to answer your point, Mike, could, is it possible? Yes. Is it likely? No. Have you lost touch with reality? Without doubt. <laughs> well, sometimes uh, I, I would tend to lean towards the sexier story, and so the so the, the then the uh, what we find in your new book, the true story of the hunt for the missing Malaysian plane, is that it uh, crashed. Do we do we have any idea why? Was it engine failure? Was it weather? Can you tell yet? We we don't know, and the we know that the plane turned round. We know that it flew back over Malaysia. We know it flew for seven more hours. But we do not know the reasons why. And you can basically put the reasons into two groups, nefarious versus mechanical. Did somebody do something wrong, criminal and nasty, or did the plane uh, have a fire or have a decompression or something like that? I tend to the second, to the mechanical. I know it's not a popular view. Most people wish to convict the pilots, one or the other of them, particularly the captain, uh, Captain Zahari. They say he was a nutcase. They say his marriage was breaking down. They say he was angry about the way uh, one of his distant relatives, who's the opposition leader, was being persecuted by the government. The problem with all of this is there's no evidence to support it. Um, I'm not blind to the possibility and the reality that maybe the pilot did it, but I do think you need a bit more than a few rumours, a bit of gossip, and a following wind before you convict somebody of killing 238 other people. Well, sure, but uh, I, what, what I think adds to that, of course, is the pilot that crashed his plane into the mountain because he was upset over his girl, and uh, so we know that that, that it happens, and it happened pretty recently. So uh, that yeah. ad, that adds ah, to that theory. You have you have walked beautifully into the trap <laughs> because, <laughs> Damn it. because if you look at all those cases like you're talking about German wings uh, with Andreas Lubitz they crash the plane immediately they get the other person out of the cockpit and they push the nose down and that's it they don't spend hours plotting some convoluted almost you know um, superman way of of causing death by sending the plane to the middle of nowhere no one will find, i mean it's possible right. but they but the history there are four or five cases of pilot suicide egypt air silker german wings and lamb and if you look at those cases in all those cases the pilot does it the guilty pilot does it there and then as soon as they are able to make it a uh, a drastic right. disaster, they go ahead and take it down. Seven hours of of flight is not going to lead to a, a, a spontaneous suicide. Maybe, maybe yeah. he was texting his wife the whole time, and you know, it took him seven hours. Then he goes, "All right, forget it," and then just put it down. Well, the the reality is, he it is possible. I don't think it's likely. Now, but the, 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 but there are those who say, for instance, that the, the captain, I mean, we know he had a, his own homemade simulator, and there are reports that he had practiced flights 
to remote islands in the southern uh, Indian Ocean. So I, I don't. I think where I differ from those other people who have looked at this in detail is that I am open to the possibilities that I'm wrong. I believe it was mechanical. I believe something happened on the aircraft and they were overwhelmed. Uh, I understand that it's difficult to come up with exactly what that would be, but I'm open to the possibility that I'm completely wrong. I'm not sort of stubborn. Where would we be uh, in the beginning when this flight was missing? I mean, all all the countries that came out and had all this technology that was out there looking for them, now that they've narrowed it down uh, by finding pieces of the plane, a smaller area of where it could could be, uh, would they be able to go back in now and look for the remains there? Not really, because the remains that they're finding are thousands of miles away on the other side of the ocean. Now, they are exactly where you would expect them to be, bearing in mind the drift patterns and the oceanic currents. So that makes sense. But the detail of oceanic life on them, uh, they, they basically strip them. Uh, they, 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 they wash them in the high pressure and they t- remove any form of fauna and life on it so they can see, is it typical to a particular part of the ocean? It is not going to say that's the place. Right. It is simply not. It is merely going to tell you, yep, it came from the ocean. It probably drifted from over there because that's the, most, that's the way the currents are going. But it's not going to say two miles up, one mile down, two miles to the right, and bingo, you'll find it. It's not. And, anybody, and, and, and I think that perhaps we've been misled or at least allowed ourselves to, 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 to think that we can get more information. We might, if we find bigger pieces, learn more about how the plane broke up in flight. Wait, is there a possibility, you think, of, of, of uh, if they do that, if they find bigger pieces, getting closer, maybe finding the re- recorder, or do you think that that's, that's gone? No, the recorder is no, the recorder is with the rest of the plane, 1,500 miles off the western coast of Australia. What they might learn is, did the plane come down in a dive? Mm. Did it belly flop into the water? But that still will not tell you what happened at 1.19 in the morning of March the 8th, 2014. That's the moment when the plane goes dark. That's the second when it turns around. We have no, I can't emphasize enough because I've heard such an enormous amount of rubbish (laughs) over the years spoken about it. We have no idea what happened. And anybody who tells you they do know, do not buy a bridge from them. <laughs> certainly not a second-hand car. This is a Richard Quest from CNN. Richard is an aviation expert. He's got a book called The Vanishing of Flight MH370, the true story of the hunt for the missing Malaysian plane. A very interesting story. Certainly that captivated the world for a couple of weeks. Uh, let me tell you, it was so it was so shocking that it even caused uh, your co-worker, Don Lemon, to ask if aliens had taken the plane at one point. Well, let's get accurate. What he asked was, is it possible a black hole? It could have got swallowed up in a black hole. And it wasn't Don's question. It was the question of a viewer. Now, look, reasonable people can disagree whether if a viewer sends that question in, we should have asked it. Oh, I, listen, I don't mind them asking. And I, I, at that point, nobody had any idea what had happened. That's so much to the point where I threw aliens in because you wonder... Yeah, maybe an alien ship came and sucked it out of the sky. We had no idea where the plane went. Correct. And I think that, I think that you have to understand, in 24-hour news, you, uh, you do enjoy the, the luxury of being able to ask 
some, you know, you, you've got more time. You've got, you can ask wider questions. You can go into other issues in the way that you and I are now. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there were, because CNN's coverage was all-encompassing, it was round the clock, we had broken the mold. Uh, my boss, Jeff Zucker, was determined that we were going to go all-in on this, and we did. Then we became... Um, a lightning rod for criticism. But I think you take the criticism with a pinch of salt. You basically say some people liked it, some people didn't, but the, the proof was in the ratings. We were Our ratings dramatically increased, not because we were sexy, but because people wanted to know. They wanted to know the latest developments. Sure, and you know you can guarantee that you guys would have covered it had, had some things come out. This is Richard Quest. If you have not seen Richard, I highly suggest you find him on CNN. Check out his book. Very entertaining. I love the way you speak with such authority, whether it be about this or about Prince Princess Babies or anything with the royal family. You sucked me right into it and made me interested. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you working on next? We don't have any grandkids coming, have, do we? I have just been around the world by low-cost carrier. Ten airlines in... Ten airlines across nine countries in eight days, wow. all designed to show uh, how low-cost airlines are now the future ways in which most of us are going to be traveling in the future, uh, particularly on short-haul flights. So that took me a lot. And now, you know, there's, a, there's another word that you're not, you, may, you're, you may not be familiar with. It's called Brexit. Brexit. Brexit, B-R-E-X-I-T. It is the vote that is going to take place in Britain to decide whether they're going to leave the European Union. Ah. So I'm going over to Britain in June, and best of all, in October, I will be on the road across the United States with an RV with election coverage. We might just be down your way, in which case I expect tea, a decent cup of tea, and a nice sandwich. Uh, listen to me. It, Florida is a pivotal state in this election. You will no doubt be here. I will have tea. I will bring in crumpets, whatever you need. Cucumber sandwiches. Whatever you We'd love to have you in here. And you've just got to practice. We don't just have a cup of tea in Brittany. You have a nice cup of tea. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was a spot of tea. Spot, uh, uh, no, it's a nice cup A of nice tea. cup of tea. We'll get you yeah. some, some Earl Grey. Uh, <laughs> Richard Quest, the book again, The Vanishing of Flight MH370, the true story of the hunt Thank for you. the missing Malaysian plane. Pleasure to speak with you, sir. Thank you. And you, sir. Thank you. Have a great day. There you go. Chip, chip, cheerio, and all that stuff. He was good. I, like oh, I love that guy. Dude, he's so fun to watch. Uh, I, I think him on low-cost airlines will be very interesting because he's tall. Yeah. And uh, he seems that he could be easily miserable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, they should give him more of a show. They should let him do more because he's great to watch. Uh, CNN, you could find him and check out his book. Uh, he's probably right uh, as far as the plane goes. I want to say it was kidnapped by somebody or I want to say yeah, that it was. Yeah, that makes for a better story. But black holes or aliens, but logic uh, would probably say that it just crashed. Somewhere in the ocean. Why? We'll never know. Nope. Maybe we'll find out one day but probably not don't they have the recording doesn't you know it stopped they stopped transmission oh, after yeah, a certain so amount, amount of time off. they just stopped and okay. then they had nothing and they turned around and they had to figure out why i think it's like uh the movie with tom hanks castaway where the weather was so bad they're like we don't we get, we, we don't know where we are now and the next thing you know oh my god we're hitting water mm. you know it just happened so fast maybe yeah or seven hours maybe he was texting his wife like you said that, i think that's probably get on your most theory. likely write that book gilligan's island is <laughs> there you go richard quest we'll take a quick break it is the mike counter show it's 1025 the bone pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks 
Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.